uh, situations maybe that aren't the way they should be, or at least we don't think they're the way they should be. And, and you know, we we have situations we pray about, and we pray, and sometimes we pray maybe a long time for something, and uh, we start to have doubts, and and sometimes that'll all happen. But today, I want to talk about something I believe that we need to always consider, that uh, there's things in life that maybe take a little extra something. Um, personally, I believe that we're facing times in our lives and society around us when we're starting to face things that I believe really come to this uh, caliber of need or this great need of, of what are we, what's going on around us and what are the things and how do we deal with this as Christians and how do we confront these situations in a, in a, in a spiritual way? I want you to turn to Matthew, the 17th chapter. Matthew, the 17th chapter. I'm going to begin at the 14th verse. It says, When they had come to the multitude, a man came to Jesus, kneeling down to him, saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Well, why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. For assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will be moved, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not come out except by prayer and fasting. We see in this situation where, you know, this man brings his son to Jesus' disciples, and they want them to heal him. And the disciples had a problem. Now remember that back in Matthew, the 10th chapter, the first verse, that Jesus had given his disciples power over unclean spirits and able to heal all kinds of sicknesses and disease. And they went out and they did it and came back and said, wow. And now we run into a situation, even though they had been given this power and they had seen it happen, we now come to a situation where they can't, they can't help this man. They can't help him. And why can't the disciples now cast out the demon? Well, it says there was a couple things going on. The first one was, Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. Now, that seems kind of direct. Think about it. Well, because you don't believe, because you have unbelief. That's, that's like, oh my. I mean, how would you feel if somebody said, well, why, why am I not healed? And somebody said, well, it's because you're unbelief. You know, it'd be kind of like, well, I'm, I believe. But Jesus just said, well, it's because you're unbelief. Even though they had seen miracles happen through them. They had seen. They had spoken and people were healed. Demons were cast out. They had seen this happen. But now Jesus says, well, it's because of your unbelief. Have you ever seen situations? And I guess I have seen situations where God has miraculously done something in somebody's life. And maybe a year later, something comes up and they're struggling. 
And you have to say, well, don't you remember how God took care of you before? I think it happens to all of us. I don't think the disciples were so different than the rest of us that, you know, we can see God move in a miraculous way and we get to the next situation. We go, oh my, I don't know. How quickly we forget sometimes how God moves and, and what he does. And so the disciples had, number one, they had a problem with unbelief. You know, they, they just struggled with not believing that something was going to happen. And the other thing that was said here was, Jesus said, well, this kind does not come out except by prayer and fasting. Okay, what's the difference? Well, remember when, he, when they went out the first time, they could just speak. He said, you know, you cast out demons, just do it. Cast out demons, heal the sick. Now Jesus tells them, well, there's a kind out there that only come out by prayer and fasting. He said, you can, you can talk all you want. You can say what you want. You can, you can speak this. You can speak that. But these kind only come out by prayer and fasting. Do you suppose, and I, the answer is yes, but do you suppose there are situations in life where what we're hoping for and what we're wanting delivered from or healed from takes more than just speaking? That maybe there's situations out there that you're going to come up against where it's going to take more than just that. It's going to take maybe a little more commitment. Maybe a little more time. Maybe a little more battle. Maybe a little more perseverance. You know, for most Christians, we want to just, well, just speak. You know, that, that scripture we talked about, you know, speak to this mountain, it'll be removed. That's true. But Jesus said, that's true. But he said, there's also a kind that only comes out by prayer and fasting. Now think about it. How many times have you ever heard somebody say, speak to this mountain? How many times have you ever heard somebody say, you need to fast and pray? I'll bet you you've heard a lot more times, just speak, just pray, it'll happen. Because fasting and prayer takes a lot more commitment. And I believe that we're in times when we're going to be in battles, folks. We're going to be in battles. And I believe these battles are going to take commitment. They're going to take effort on our part. And fasting and prayer is more of a commitment. You know, it's easy to speak and pray once and expect something to happen. And maybe, maybe there's been times when you've seen the miraculous, you've seen that happen. You know, but remember, there's also situations where it doesn't always happen that way. And it takes prayer and fasting what does prayer and fasting do why why prayer and fasting why does it say that well i believe there's two reasons number one i believe fasting fasting is a discipline it is a discipline something we really don't want something we don't talk about and something we don't teach our children a lot of times you know think about your children you know when your children are hungry what do they expect food and when do they expect it? Now. I want it now. I'm hungry. Mom, I'm hungry. Well, what does that mean? I'm hungry now. You know? And that's, that's how they think. Well, as adults, sometimes we think the same way. Well, what do I want? Well, I want this. I want it, I want it now. 
Because this is what my flesh is telling me. This is what my comfort zone is telling me. This is what that part of makes me feel good is telling me. And I want to satisfy that. We have, we have a thing called flesh. It's our desires, our personal desires. And it screams at us. Do this, do that. I want this, I want that. Make this, make that. It's too hot, it's too cold. It's too hard, it's too soft. I wanted this, I wanted that. And the older you get, the worse that all gets. I just noticed that. <laughs> you know. And we want comfort. My flesh wants to be satisfied. And then we come up with this thing called fasting. And it's a discipline. And it's a discipline that says to my flesh, you're not the most important thing going on here. It says to that part of me that says, I want to eat and I want to eat now. I'm hungry. And all of a sudden now, I'm supposed to give something up like food for a period of time. And, and let me just say this. I'm not going to go into any details about fasting. There's all kinds of fasts. You know, you can pray about that and and, uh, you know, you can let the Lord show you what it is. I've had people go on fast where I went, oh, you're what? You know, and if you do that, you just make sure God told you. But, um, you know, I've had people do some. I mean, I had somebody fast for an election one time. You know, I'm not saying you should now, but if the Lord tell you, you know, this, this person just quietly fasted for the election. You know, I had somebody else recently tell me they fasted for somebody for a year. For somebody else. You know, and so, so you give up. You give up things that, that your flesh wants. You know, what I want, when I want it. Because the Bible says that we need to put down our flesh. We need to put down that side of us. It's not the most important part of us. Now, it's the loudest part, I think, sometimes, but it's not the most important part. And so we deal with our selfishness and we rearrange our priorities. You know, fasting is, is a commitment. And, you know, it's a commitment that says, you know, I'm serious about this. This is important. Now, let me say this. Fasting is not a lever to get God to do something. You're not twisting his arm. Now, sometimes, you know, people say, well, okay, if I fast, God's got to. No, you're not twisting his arm. You're just being obedient. You're just being obedient. You know, I don't think it gets you any brownie points. It's just obedience. It's obedience. As a matter of fact, the Bible says when you, when you fast, when you pray, it says don't let nobody know. You know. Don't go around, you know, when you fast, don't go around saying, boy, I sure am hungry. Oh, man, this fasting's really hard. Boy, it's tough being spiritual. Boy, I hope God hears me. I hope he's paying attention. You know, boy, I hope everybody else around me is feeling my pain. No, it says, you know, anoint your head, wash your face, don't go around crying about it. Just do it. You know, it's not, it's not to be seen. So we do it out of obedience because Jesus said, when you fast. You know, when you fast. And it, it's a seriousness, you know. And when I have to put down my flesh, it shows that, you know, I'm serious about this. And sometimes it convinces me I'm serious. Sometimes it reminds me of how strong my flesh is. You know, when you fast, you realize, whoa, that part of me is really strong. That part of me really wants to be in charge. That part of me, you know. And it, so fasting helps us look at ourselves. It helps us look at ourselves. You know, and, and sometimes helps us deal with that side of us. 
And then it says we need to pray. And so now I fast and I pray. When we pray, we acknowledge that God is the source of what we need. You know, really, the, the reason we pray is because he is the source. He's the answer. We acknowledge that. You know, I don't go around saying, oh, I don't know how I'm going to figure this out. I pray because he's the one. I can't figure it out. I don't know the answer. I don't know what to do. You know, it's okay not to know what to do. You don't have to know what to do. I seek him for guidance, wisdom. You know, not just an answer, but Lord, what, what can I do? What do I need to do? Sometimes the answer of the Bible, sometimes the answer was stand still. Don't do anything. Isn't that something? Stand still and watch God do it. Sometimes we need to have a part. Sometimes there's things that we maybe need to do in situations. And sometimes there's nothing to do. But when I pray, I admit my dependence on him that I can't. I can't. You know, it, it sometimes feels hopeless if depending on how we're looking at it. Sometimes it's like, oh, I hate to tell God I can't. And God's waiting to say, just tell me you can't because I can. You know, and sometimes it's hard for us. You know, hate, we hate to say, well, I can't. Or there's nothing I can do about this. I don't know how to change this. I don't know how to, I don't know what to do. But we can fast. We can pray. We can pray. We can seek God. We can keep asking him. One of the things I believe for me personally is when, when I fast, it reminds me to pray sometimes. I don't know if you have any trouble remembering to pray. But, you know, if I fast and my stomach growls and, and I'm thinking, boy, what could I eat? I think, no, I'm going to pray about this. I'm going I'm to pray. I'm going to take, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to remember to pray. You know, it reminds me, Lord, I trust you. I trust you. Because you said in your word, there's a kind out there that can only come out by fasting and prayer. There's a kind. There's things that we face in life, folks. That's the only way there's an answer. That's the only way. And I think we're facing more and more of those. I think we're at a time when there's more and more of that out there. You know, that maybe, maybe we're facing what seems to be the impossible. Could be, could be in a relationship. Could be in a relationship. Seems impossible. If you've got an impossible relationship, rather than tell the world about how impossible it is, rather than looking for sympathy, rather than trying to figure it out, try fasting and praying. Fast and pray about it. Or maybe you know a situation where somebody's bound by something. You know, there's a lot of people now are being bound by all kinds of stuff. You know, they, they talk about the, the drugs. You know, the people are bound by it. It's epidemic. It's out of control. It's out of control more than we know. I mean, it's bigger than, we can sit here and go, oh, yeah. It's bigger than we even know, folks. It's huge. It's huge. I believe that's one of the kind. I believe that's one of the kind. You know, I believe that's one of them. And we're facing those things, you know. We're facing, we're facing so much insecurity and un, indecision and wondering about the direction of our government. Be a, probably a good time to fast and pray. Rather than throw up our arms and say, oh, it's hopeless. 
you know, you can do that. You can, you can say, oh, it's hopeless, there's no hope, it's just a bunch of idiots running the country, and I guess we're all doomed. Or you can fast and pray. You can fast and pray. There's situations you may face. You say, I don't know. I've, I've prayed about this for a long time and nothing's ever happened. Maybe it's one of those kind. Maybe it's one of those kind. Maybe it's something you need to fast and pray about. You know, make the extra commitment to it. Commitment, you know, that's, that's a word we don't use sometimes. You know, commitment, that means you're going to stick to it long term. I make a commitment. This is important. This is important. How important is it to you? You know, whatever you might be struggling with, how important is it? Is it big enough that you're willing to fast and pray about it? Is it, is it that important? Is it, are you willing to give up something for it? You know, how much are you willing to give up for it? How much could God require of us? Well, he gave it all, so I guess he can require anything he wants. You know, he gave his only son. So I don't know how big our commitment, but sometimes we just need to make a commitment. You know, this is important. And then sometimes it's a battle. It's a battle. And I believe these kind are battles. You know, they're, they're battles. And we fight battles not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and forces. Principalities, powers, and forces. That's the kind that we need to fight against. That's the kind. And we need to do it with commitment. Because if there's a kind out there that only comes out by prayer and fasting, if there's a kind out there that's in taking more and more control in our society, if there's a kind out there that's rampant in our society, do you think the non-Christians are going to fast and pray? Do you think there's any chance that the non-Christians are going to fast and pray about it? I doubt it. I doubt it. It probably is going to be God's people who are going to fast and pray. Chances are God's people are going to read his word Chances are God's people are going to say, you know what? This is, this is important. This is, this is big. This is big. I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to fast and pray. And then the Bible says this kind comes out by fasting and prayer. So as you do it, you expect them to come out. And that's the expectation. You know, there's some that you speak. The Bible says they spoke and they came out when they spoke. But there's some that come out with fasting and prayer. But the result is all the same. And so as we fast and pray, it's not like, oh, I hope so. It's like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Because God's going to move. And this is going to change. And so I believe as God's people, we are the ones that need to decide, what is it? Maybe, and you know, if you're not struggling with anything, don't hunt for something. You know, you know, God bless you. If there's nothing in your life that you really feel is big and you have to fast and pray for, I think that's wonderful. That would be wonderful. But I'll tell you what, just be open to it and see if God shows you something. 
See if he shows you something. Maybe he might show you something you've been spending a lot of time worrying about. Maybe you've been spending a whole lot of time talking about. Hopefully you're not on Facebook about it, but you could be. Seems like anything's there, so, you know, that's the release, I guess, for people. I guess that's what that thing is. But, uh, you know, instead of those things, consider doing what God said. Fast and pray. Because that's how this kind comes out. That's how this kind comes out. And what would happen if God's people, all over the earth, if God's people fasted in prayer about any situation? Think about it. Think about it. We may be seeing things going on in our society that we think, well, there's no answer. It's hopeless. If God's people fasted and prayed, and fought the spiritual battles that we need to fight, I don't think there's anything that can't change. But that's the change. That's what's going to change it. You watch. You watch, folks. You know what the world does? The world, number one, throws money at it. That's the first thing. They throw money at it. Well, if something's bad, we'll just give them more money. That's the dumbest thing that ever existed, but that's what we do. If something's bad, we just, here's some money. Money isn't going to fix these problems. You know, it's not money. It's not, it's not good wishes and good attitudes, and, and I hope it gets better. But this kind comes out by prayer and fasting. And God's people are the ones that are going to do that. And don't say, well, I hope God's people do that. No, it's us. You know, we, we, don't want to, we don't want to sit and think, well, would God do anything just because I've passed and prayed? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that lady and fasted and prayed for an election. I thought, you know what? God could change an election for that person because she fasted and prayed. You know, one, one person. We don't have to. We sometimes think about big numbers. It's not big numbers. It's one person, a people. Fast and pray. Seek God. And then let him move and see what God can do. Whatever your situation is, I encourage you, consider it, consider it. You know, if you have any questions, you know, some of you say, well, you know, fasting, I said I didn't go into a lot of these, all kinds of fasts, you know. Um, I don't know that that's the big issue. Personally, I think it's just obedience, obedience, obedience to do what God tells you to do. Let's all stand. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, that uh, no matter what situation we face, no matter how big it is, no matter how discouraged we are, no matter whether we've prayed or not prayed, or however we have seen our situation, Lord, that you would remind us that there's some kind, some kind that come out only by prayer and fasting. Lord, you didn't say exactly what they were, but there's just some kind out there. And so, Lord, if we're in situations where it seems like Nothing's working. Lord, maybe you would speak to our hearts and say, well, this might be one of those kinds. And the Lord, we'd be willing to obey you and we'd be willing to fast and pray about our situation, whatever it is we're facing, or maybe something around us that we want to intercede for. So maybe another person we want to intercede for. Somebody maybe that isn't in a place where they can fast and pray or are there or even believe you. 
But Lord, we might intercede for them. Stand in their behalf and fast and pray for them. Lord, we just thank you for all that you do for us. Lord, and no matter what we face, no matter what we, the battles and what we face in life, Lord, help us remember that we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and forces. And so, Lord, just help us to fight those fights. We thank you for that. Lord, I pray that you just dismiss us now. And, Lord, throughout this week, if there's something we need to consider fasting and praying about, Lord, you just speak to our hearts and let us know what it is. Lord, we just thank you for that. Dismiss us now with your blessing. We just pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen.